Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. This is number 115, which uh, is mental to think that it's uh, we're that many episodes deep considering this was this podcast was an idea that I had on a, a holiday in Mexico back in 2019 and um, really it has sort of been an episode or two every week since then. I think at the start I was doing episodes every I was doing a couple of week, and then obviously since then it's been been once a week. So if you are still one of those listeners, or you're just someone that's just recently joined the podcast, just a massive thank you for um, listening to me um, talk talk bodybuilding and uh, probably chat shit for a good half an hour, um, as well as interview some pretty good guests. I've had many guests on recently. Um, I will plan on getting to that towards the tail end of the year into next year. Mainly because, as of now, which I'm sure some of you have seen, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, um, our little baby boy um, has arrived. Caden Henry Wilson was uh, was born in the world um, last Wednesday, so he is now, you know, coming up for eight days old, and um, life has changed um, quite considerably since then. As has the routine. Um, it's absolutely incredible. It's awesome. I've actually somehow managed to still get some training sessions in. And hit some BBs, which is quite cool. Um, but the tiredness is something that I'm not used to. But I'm sure I will. Um, but anyway, just check out my Instagram for any any cute little updates, cute little photos on uh, on the wee man. Um, on to today's podcast. Now, this is one that I feel it's not it's not something that you necessarily like. If you're new to bodybuilding, this probably isn't going to be something that you're going to think about or be even like remotely interested in I know that I wasn't back in the day but I think as time goes on in your journey it's definitely something to understand uh, to to work out and then just it's just so valuable um, when you have that to manipulate moving forwards if you are in a gaining phase and you want to bring up certain areas or whatnot um, or in a dieting phase when recovery is compromised you want to pull back so the two things I'm going to talk about are maximum recoverable volume, which I'm just going to refer to as MRV, but then also kind of minimum effective volume, which I'm going to refer to MEV. Now, these were kind of relatively new terms a couple of years ago, at least they were to me, and they were concepts I, I probably had a basic understanding of, but I never really looked into them in depth, you know, for a while. I was one of those bros that was like three sets of ten, bro, um, on everything. It was chest on a Monday. It was back on a Tuesday, and that was back in the back in the day where I didn't even track any any food or not. But even now, like when I ever, whenever I use those terms with some new clients, I'm often met with like a with a blank expression, and quite rightly so because it's it's a big fancy word, big fancy words. But I'm going to really try and break it down uh, to keep it simple. This podcast, and I'm just going to discuss kind of like how you'd work them out, why you'd want to work it out for your own individual needs. So we'll start with maximum recoverable volume. You know, you maybe have heard me speak about this, um, not in passing, but on other podcasts, you've heard me briefly go into it. So maximum recoverable volume, what I want you to do is think about not volume as regards to total amount of sets for every body part across the week, but we're going to look at each individual body part and the total sets that we can do across the week, perform, progress, but be fully recovered by going into 
the next time we do that session or rotation, however you want to call it. Now, if you were to surpass this number of that of the total your body parts for that set, um, you would find that you'd get weaker. You maybe couldn't progress, less get stronger, and you maybe are at risk of encountering some sort of injury. Um, and rather than kind of get stronger um, and cause an increase in muscle mass, you'll maybe perhaps do the complete opposite. On the flip side of that, you've got minimum effective volume, and you've you've guessed it rightly. So hopefully you have done by now that this is going to refer to the least amount of sets. You need to see, you need to do across the week to see growth development for an individual body part. You can even probably refer to it as the sort of, you know, the minimum of sets, least amount of sets you need to do to maintain. You could call it that. I'm sure there would be a different word, but if we're if we're speaking about minimum effective volume, we want to be that volume to be to be effective. So we're going. I'm going to refer to that as the least amount of sets you need to do across the week to see growth and development for. Uh, a specific body part. If you were to do anything below this, I'll just say that you will probably just lead to, to maintenance or see a point where you just plateau in your in your muscle growth. So to, to give you an example of of this, my quad volume for the past like three or four years has roughly stayed between about seven to eight sets across the week and split into one to two sessions. When I'm in a gaining phase, um, I don't need to push the volume up. They've always been the body parts that responded the most to stimulus compared to everything else. For example, like uh, my arms need a lot, a lot more volume than that to grow, and they they're pretty they're pretty shit at growth to be fair. Versus my quads grow pretty easy. But equally, when I'm dieting, um, that overall volume is so low that it's enough for me to kind of be recovered for from an accession and still make progress. So I guess in, it's probably a sh- quite, a shite, quite a shite example, to be fair, because that for me is kind of a sweet spot. Um, I can annihilate my quads at that volume in my sessions and be fully recovered, because I only train my quads once a week because they're my strongest body part. Now, if I was to push, if I was to push above that, could I recover in like before my next session? Probably not. Like if I was to go ten sets, I, I think I, I don't think I'd get as much progress. Um, could I do less? Hundred percent. I reckon I could probably pull that number down to five, and that for me would be like two sets on the hack a set or two on the pendulum and one set on the leg extension and that would be, en- be enough for me I think to see a bit of growth uh, but for me now I do a bit just a, a bit more than that why? just fucking enjoy it um, but I guess what I should add here is that you don't need to go away and only do seven to eight, set, seven to eight sets for your quads across the week there's a great deal of interpersonal differences between us uh, and that's why coaching should be so individualised. Uh, what works for one person might not work for another. I think that as coaches, we we set a volume and we then just adapt it and adjust it. And we'll maybe say, right, okay, um, 
give Clara as an example in her off season. I was like, Clara, how's your recovery on this day? Going into this day, she went, yeah, absolutely fine. I went, do you think you can handle two more sets of glutes? She was like, yeah, sure. A couple weeks later, hey, hey, Clara, how's your recovery? Yeah, absolutely fine. I think you can handle one more set. Yeah, yeah, fine. Next, next you know, two weeks later, hey, how's your recovery? Uh, it's all right. It's not as quite as good as it was. Right, okay, that we're probably nearing that maximum point. Obviously, in height, height of an off season. Um, could you then look to pull that down? Hundred percent, you could. We've had we've had a couple of discussions, not necessarily in regards to pulling overall volume down. It's actually changing for her, keeping the volume the same, but changing up some of the moves, like changing up some of the big, the big old hip hinges. Um, but some of you, some of you are probably wondering, right, right, Vaughn, well, how how would I figure out my maximum recoverable volume? I want, I have a body part I want to push. You know, I'm in a gaining phase and pushing my calories up. How would I how would I find that out? Well. What are you doing right now? Like, look at your current training volume for what you're doing for each body part. By that, I mean examining how many sets are you doing for your chest, how many sets are you doing for your delts, quads, and glutes. Now, let's bear in mind that if you push one, you can't just simply push one thing up without pulling everything, without pulling something down. Now, I, I'm assuming with what I'm talking about that if you're listen to this and you're maybe thinking about it you're training every single set to complete failure you're following maybe like a low volume approach that's that's just the assumption right so if you're doing something different than that this maybe won't apply to you but if you are going to push something up you maybe gonna have to pull something down so anyway once you figure it out ask yourself what is the to- what is those total amount of sets across the week doing to me is it allowing you to get stronger each session are you seeing significant growth in that body part? Are you feeling fully recovered the next time you come back to train that area? If you aren't asking yourself some of those questions, I guess now's definitely the time to start. And I reiterate, it should go without saying that each set must be taken to, to complete muscular failure on, on this or there thereabouts. On top of this, your recovery levels may, may vary as your calorie intake increases or decreases. Just meaning that you maybe have, with more food in the system, you have a bit more a bit more calories to handle more volume or less volume, depending on sort of what your current goals are. But for this example, we are gonna just assume that you are in a gaining phase and that you're trying to add size to your glutes. Hmm, I wonder who's trying to do that? Me, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Uh, you've calculated your current um, volume and see that you're doing eight sets of glute work across the week. Now, maybe you want to see more of a response. You want to see how much you can push things. You could simply add by just trying to add a set every 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 other week. I wouldn't say you add a set every single week. Um, it's not something I would do. Uh, and then noting the response. By that, I mean the response would be in your check-in, communication with your coach, what's your logbook doing, um, you know, a recovery assessment, etc., etc. Um, th- there are there are people out there, um, coaches out there in the industry that follow an a, an incremental volume up approach. Um, does it work? Absolutely. Um, I think there's so many different ways to do something. Is it something I preach? No. Um, mainly because of just it's not my philosophy. Um, I need to have the low volume, high intensity approach rather than incrementing a setup every week. The, me, me, me suggesting this is just me allowing, helping you find a way to figure out 
what's your limit and then you know how high to go up but then how, how high to pull back like for a guy if you're assisted you know your maximum recoverable volume you know you're entering a, a blast phase and or a phase where dosage is going to be higher you've probably got more of an ability to handle higher volume when when those uh, dosages are a bit higher than you do when dosages are a little bit lower anyway if you kept slowly adding volume adding one set every other week across one session two sessions whatever it is it won't be long to reach your point where you start to see a detriment to performance in your sessions and I would say it's at that point you're probably riding that fine line at that sort of maximum recoverable point or maximum recoverable volume should I say um, that you can handle if you had noticed if you have done this and you've noticed a slight dip this is the point which you go right I'm at the limit I'm just going to pull down by a set or two whole train load like whole train load volume across the week and that's where it stays at throughout your gaining phase for that specific body part. You might think then, you know, that was me speaking about glutes. You may may push them from eight and you find you get to 12 and that's the absolute limit. I know a lot of females that do more than that, but that's just from me as an example. You may then go into another gaining phase further down the line and you might say, right, well, you know what? I actually have changed this focus and it's going to be my chest, my chest and my delts. But you're finding that where your quad and your glute volume, or where your glute volume is, it's actually fucking you up a little bit going into those push sessions. So you're thinking, right, I wanted to reduce systematic fatigue a little bit, but that's a fancy word for just like the stress on the nervous system and how fucked you feel. So you say, I'm just going to pull, you know, those, those are like a couple of, three heavy sets of deadlifts, there's two hip hinges, X, Y, and Z, there's a Widowmaker. I'm just going to pull a set here, set there, set there, the next day I'll feel much fresher. And you start pushing your chest volume up to a point that you can recover from. Simple as that. It sounds so simple, but it doesn't. But what I've often found with clients is it's not really something I need to consider until way down the line. Like I'm talking that often the programs that I'll prescribe, clients are really able to do that and see a change. If they train hard enough, see a change for like a year without much really manipulation to the program. We'll have a look, of course, and see, okay, right, is the body responding in the way we want it to? Are we bringing X, you know, X Y, and Z areas up? Or are things sort of stalling a little bit? Um, but usually I find that in the, in the first few, God, yeah, the first few months of coaching, well into the second year, volume doesn't necessarily need to change. I think it, what, like, what it boils down to is when you start getting really big, are pretty big that's when it's something you definitely need to consider because i think heavy like lifting heavy loads it'll just fuck it just fuck you up and if you're like if your recovery is compromised so for example i trained legs with chris on tuesday at the time of recording this is thursday i am absolutely fucked my legs are sore but because of the lack of sleep um i'm struggling you know but uh, that's obviously due to a wee baby coming not not to the total amount of sets I've done, but definitely something to take into consideration is that I'm saying this, but the assumption again is that you're getting eight to 10 hours of sleep per night, that that is taken care of. If you're not and recovery is compromised, um, I wouldn't be looking to push up your sets across the week or, or whatnot. I would just hold them as they are until that's in a position where you feel like you could do. And then... 
I guess when we look at the flip side, um, we kind of need to think about minimum effective volume. Um, we've talked about in the gaining phase that prior to a certain muscle group or muscle groups, if you're if you're a bit bigger, it's something you're going to need to do. Um, if you aren't quite as big, you can kind of follow a systematic approach and bring everything up. Me personally, I just say, right, these are the areas that need brought up. We're just going to put a bit more volume towards them and pull back things on other areas. And we're just going to run it until that's taken care of. And then we have a little bit of a change up. Or for me, like it's helping, uh, you know, Bikini Girls program for that class. So lots of glutes, lots of delts, not a lot of back. Especially if we're doing IFBB. Um, but let's just bear in mind that not everything comes up at the same rate. It'd be so good if if it did. And by if you just pushed up everything at once, you, you wouldn't see as much muscle growth as if you just pushed up a specific one or two body parts. Um, it just wouldn't be feasible um, to do everything all at once. You'd end up being in the gym for a fucking long time. Um, so if you're really trying to stimulate, like for example, let's use the, glute, the, the glutes as an example. You try to stimulate your glutes for growth um, and you you know, you know find actually, well, I need to do a bit more, but I'm already doing X amount of sets for quads. I think I could probably get away with less work for the quads, so I'll drop them by uh, a set or two. Again, as I said to you, the idea behind that would be that this maybe the quad is fucking up your central nervous system, place a huge demand on it, um, and it's meaning that when you go into your glute sessions, uh, you still or the glute exercise, you still a bit, you know, still feel just a little bit, a little bit fucked. So in that instance, you maybe need to ask yourself, what's the minimum amount of sets your quads need across the week to grow and get stronger? Um, for me, as I said earlier on the podcast, it was roughly about say seven, but I think I could get away with five. If you're not sure, take away one one set at a time, or or maybe two. Um, it doesn't necessarily need to be anything drastic but you just need again you need to really communicate with your coach give them a lot of feedback on kind of how you're feeling what's happening how your sessions were be really meticulous with your logbook and progressions and you should be able to work that out no problem um as i said this doesn't need to be a complicated mass equation uh, i think you'd simply need to base whatever going to change around your current volume and adjust it to meet your own individual needs uh, you may not need to reduce volume anywhere i suppose if we're if we're um if we're thinking right well actually um you know i want to bring up my uh my biceps and uh, that means i'm going to drop three four sets of quads why the fuck do you need to do that because training biceps isn't that hard you know what i mean or you could just be really strategic with placement of when you train those arms um then i suppose that comment goes against a lot of what i said earlier on but then that's just that's the the thing about bodybuilding there's so many different opinions so many different ways to do things is ultimately about finding the the one that that works for you um but listen if you're if you are still listening to this podcast and you're not taking uh, a note of your weight lift every week um please start you know it's essential to be able to manage this um in, in regards to like overall volume uh, as well as progress your physique uh, and if you do so, you'll have sort of invaluable information moving forward for your own programming and your current goals. I guess, you know, to, to, to wrap this podcast up, uh, which, well, I'm not wrap up, but the last thing we should probably speak about is the difference between uh, the sexes, between boys and girls. Um, 
you already know by now that uh, MRV, MEV is going to differ from person to person, right? I can do sort of seven, seven sets of chords or five sets of chords. Someone else might need a bit more. But it's worth noting, like another guy, but it's worth noticing there's a huge difference between males and females when it comes to these two things as well. Um, and this is mainly due to just females have this superior ability to recover from training. Um, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, I'm really sorry to tell you guys that um, pound for pound, females are stronger. They can handle much more volume in specific areas and they need it in those areas to grow. Um, often due to uh, just like a hormonal difference and as guys you have higher testosterone which allows for quite a bit of breakdown but then an enhanced recovery especially if you're assisted whereas as just as a female bit more bit more estrogen in your system uh, which is anti-catabolic which means it just doesn't allow much it doesn't allow as much breakdown as if you were you know as a guy have a bit more testosterone and i guess it can, that could be a hard pill for some guys to swallow but i've said this before i'm completely honest every time i've trained with a with a, with a female athlete that's at a high level they often kick my ass you know not only do they lift more than me like in relative regards to their own body weight and um, they'll also do more sets than me you know and generally are ready to perform another set quicker than I am. You know, I'm lying on the floor, totally dying, or I'm just like, you know, sat on a bench, just in an absolute mess. And they're like, right, do another set. So, um, guys, if that happens, don't be too, don't be too worried about it. Take on the chin. Uh, but but females, pound for pound, relative to their own body weight, um, should be stronger. So uh, let's use two people as an example. Myself and those of you who know Clara. She's the female coach in the brand. If you don't know her, check her out. Um, you'll find her through my Instagram page uh, on the Vida Physique website, Clarita SW underscore Vida Physique uh, on Instagram. Um, so, you know, as a, she's a bikini girl, she does a lot of glutes, glute stuff across the week um, and can recover from a certain amount. So for her, I think if you looked at her program, now bearing in mind a lot of those exercises that I would count are kind of got hamstrings in there as well on some of them, but they, they do work their glutes. So she's doing 18 to 20 across the week and it's almost double what I do I do like nine you know what I mean it's, it's absolutely crazy but yet if I put more in uh, you know I, if I try and do a bit more I just get a little bit of a niggle here or there if I pull it down I don't see as much growth um, and you know if I push it up it's it's going to be you know recovery is going to be compromised but that's a huge variance now bear in mind as well the only difference is that you have a man and woman but also i'm six foot three six foot four she's five foot one on a good day she'll probably kill me for saying that between five foot and five foot one um but anyway i think hopefully with that example i hope it illustrates to you like the difference between both you know both the sexes and the fact that um in doing a different amount of sets across the week, we've actually found our own sweet spot for growth for that particular muscle group. I think, you know, years ago, or a couple of years ago, Clara was maybe doing just legs twice across the weekend. She was maybe doing 12 to 15 sets. And then we kind of doing, right, we'll do legs, we'll do glutes three times across the week. Pushed it up. And now she's found that sweet spot. And I think that for me, I'm trying to find that sweet spot with my clients. I'm not saying, you know, let's find your maximum recovery volume. It's just a case of, in their check-ins over the weeks, it's just a place of, right, well, are you still progressing? How's your recovery? How's your soreness? Are you getting niggles? Are you getting injured? And and that's kind of what 
what I'm looking for when I'm doing check-ins. I'm not looking to say, right, let's find your maximum recovery volume, let's add a set here, let's add a set this week, let's add a set this week, and let's then let's pull it all down. Uh, that's, that's not what what I do. But, I mean, for me, it's only recently that I've pushed my glute volume up a little bit. Um, as previously, I was only doing, if I think about it properly, like when I was prepping, five sets across the week. And then since then, I've added in four sets of 45 degree hip extension, uh, and, and just just literally four sets across the week, two on a lower session, two in a in a posterior session. Um, I've seen a huge improvement, um, and then there's a significant increase in the size muscularity as my strength develops on on that move. Um, while similarly, you know, I talked about um, Clara's off season. You know, we pushed her her uh, glute volume up by. I want to say it was about four sets in the space of a few months, and held it there since. Um, and since you know, in, in doing so, since then we've seen a huge change in her physique. Uh, you know, she's vi- visibly um, like, or it's it's much more visible now that she's lean compared to twenty nineteen. Um, but just significant muscle growth in certain areas. So, guess if you were to summarize like the whole podcast itself, come back to the start. That you know, if you work out the maximum amount of sets you have across the week that you can recover from, as well as the minimum amount of sets you need to grow, it can be hugely advantageous. And to do that, you just start by adding or subtracting a set or two every other week. Find your limit, listen a lot to what your body's telling you, a lot to just like how you feel going into your next session, and just just how your recovery is. If you're getting a solid eight, nine hours a night, if that's consistent, then just listen to your body and understand how it feels going into that next session. Um, it will hugely differ from person to person, but but more so between males and females. So, as I said, guys, don't be too don't be too disheartened when when I say that females are stronger, can handle a bit more volume, um, and are usually ready to go again uh, sooner than we are. Um, that is it for me, guys. Uh, I will continue to to do these on a week to week basis. If you enjoy this, please do share it on your story. Uh, I understand that sometimes listening to my monotonous voice for half an hour once a week um, might not be the, mo- the most fun thing to do but I hope that you get some some informational content from it that you can apply to your own journey um, or you can pass on that knowledge to someone else and it can, they can implement it in theirs because at the end of the day that is what it's all about um, and the reason I do it is because I wish I had something like this when I was uh, a bit younger and I'm kind of looking to just improve my knowledge so just remember guys that wherever you are whatever you do give it the beans